0: First thing you need to know is that I love Jesus Christ. I love him. He saved me. I don't know where I would be without Christ. I know that two of my friends ended up in prison. I know that I was in that direction. I know that prior to knowing Christ... I had no guilt over sin. I would sin and actually take pleasure in it. I was proud of the fact that I could do certain things that were sinful, and it didn't bother me. But the time came when I had a college roommate who led me to Christ. And I remember the moment I received Christ into my life, the Holy Spirit came into me. And in that moment, I was aware of God's grace and beauty and love, but also his righteousness, his holiness. And for the first time in my life as a young man, I realized I had sin. Things that I would do without thought or guilt, all of a sudden, brought shame to me. I was aware that they were wrong. When we look at the love of God and the grace of God, we have to understand the depth of forgiveness of sin. It's not only that God forgives you, He redeems you. He takes you out of this world. He gives you His presence, His righteousness, His glory, His love, and His calling upon your life, which He created. He created you. Without God, without His presence, we do not see this. And we can't comprehend God. So he became a human in the form of Jesus Christ. He sacrificed himself and your sin came upon him. And he suffered for you. And he doesn't hold it against you. Instead, he rejoices when you turn to him. The grace of God is so beautiful. It is just so beautiful to be able to come into the presence of a holy God and see him work in you. In Romans chapter 6, Paul writes this, what shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin so that grace may increase? Now, understand this. You're not going to stop sinning, but it will no longer reign over you. There are certain sins that will be pushed out of your life by His grace. He will conform you to the image of Christ. Keep this in mind what shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin so that grace may increase? May it never be. How shall we who died to sin still live in it? Or do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus have been baptized into his death? Therefore, we have been buried with him through baptism into death, so that as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in the newness of life. For if we have become united with him in the likeness of his death, certainly we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old self was crucified with him in order that our body of sin might be done away with so that we would no longer be slaves to sin. Prior to receiving Christ, I had no choice. I was a slave to sin. But when I received Christ into my life, I became a slave to Christ and to righteousness. For the first time in my life, I was aware of holiness and goodness, and that's what God does with you. When you confess your sin and when you repent, he shows you a path of righteousness, and not only a path, he gives you the holiness of God himself within you. And we become slaves to righteousness. For if we become united with him in the likeness of his death, certainly we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old self was crucified with him, in order that our body of sin might be done away with so that we would no longer be slaves to sin. For he who has died is freed from sin. Now, if we have died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, is never to die again. Death is no longer Master over him. For the death that he died, he died to sin once and for all, but the life that he lives, he lives to God. Even so, consider yourselves to be dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its lusts. And do not go on presenting the members of your body to sin as instruments of unrighteousness, but present yourselves to God as those alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. For sin shall not be a master over you, for you are not under law, But under grace, this is the beginning of the beauty. God's drawn you here. You're aware of your sin. Through his kindness, he leads you to repentance. And in repentance, we have redemption. He gives you his holiness. Father, thank you. Thank you. Just in the way that I coughed, I cast out germs from my body for healing in the same way as we repent. You cast out sin from our body, from our soul, and you heal us. You show us your holiness and love. Father, thank you for taking your child today and allowing them to humble themselves before you and receive your forgiveness. Father, thank you for anointing them with your grace and your righteousness today. Let them rejoice in your love and your forgiveness, and give them power, give them power, to walk with you today, and in you, amen.